When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, Kules. Welcome to the Barcelona Talk Cafe. I'm Gabriel Quiroga here in the Spanish capital. And joining me, as she does every Friday, Mariana Guzman of Conexión Deportiva. And the other of our podcast, Mariana, ¿qué tal? ¿Cómo estás? Hello, Gabriel. I'm happy. It's Friday. How are you? I'm well. I'm well. I'm uh, looking forward for the weekend as well. But, uh, yeah. you know, like, I think this has been a very calm week for Barcelona. Uh, there hasn't been that much uh, news outside of the games, and which is kind of refreshing. Um, mm -hmm. But first, I just want to... Uh, just kind of give a animo to one of our fellow people of Craig. Yeah. He, he let us know on, on the group about the passing of his sister. And I just wanted to let him know that we're thinking of him and we just wanted to pass our condolences to him because he is part of our Barca Talk community. So I just wanted to pass that along. Um, before we get into the match, really quick, Mariana, I just want to reemphasize May 22nd weekend, we I'm going to Barcelona. You'll be there. We're also yes. going to get some other... Uh, Can't wait. Yes, we're going to get some other online people as well, and hopefully some journalists can join us there as well. So it should be a, a fun event. So if you haven't um, marked your ticket or your calendars, May 21st. All right, Mariana, let's get into it. You were there. You were at the Camp No yesterday, but tell us a little bit before you were doing, you were walking and you, you ran into yeah. the players yesterday. Tell us a little bit about it. <laughs> Yeah, it was it was really funny because I was walking down Les Courts, El Barrio de Les Courts, and I was actually going to the mall, La Illa. It's the name of the mall. So that the the mall has like two hotels, and one of those hotels is where the Barcelona se concentra and they get together before every match there. And I was just walking and all of a sudden I see uh, the Barcelona, FC Barcelona bus. And I was like with a friend, I was like, that's Barcelona bus. I was like, what? Are you kidding me? It's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I literally like starting to, to run because I, I really wanted to see when they arrive at the hotel so I can make a video for, for our patrons. And I was like, wait a minute, I'll, I'll be back in five minutes. I'm starting like running, running, running. And I got there at, at the at the right time. So so yes, um people were were there, a few a few fans, I think uh People already know that's the hotel where they stay in before every match, but the police really make sure everything is like safe. So it's not like in that particular moment, 
like cars were like blocked and everything were like strict security. So I was like running. <laughs> Police was like, what the, what's wrong with this girl? Because I wasn't with my credential of my press credential. I was just some person randomly running <laughs> tower FC Barcelona bus. They thought you were maybe a groupie. That's why. <laughs> totally, totally, totally. And it's funny because I... I had the cameras right in front of me. I mean, I was like one of the fans, like, woo! Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, yes, they probably thought that. <laughs> That's cool. I mean, I, you know, it's one of those things that, especially by surprise, right? You were just kind of walking, and then it just happened to time it perfectly for it. So that's that's pretty cool. Um, again, that's it's one of those things I think it's very interesting uh, as in football that they stay in a hotel right before the kickoff because that doesn't mm -hmm. happen in many other sports. Uh, for example, like in American football, when they actually travel to the other team, yes, they stay in a hotel. But you know, prior to the game, they just show up. You know, so it's kind of one of those okay. things. You know, maybe maybe Barcelona should look to uh, limit those hotel stays to cut costs. You know, I don't know. This, yeah, this guy, I think it's a, I think it's <laughs> well, such an interesting that's, thing. That's I mean, they can just meet at the camp. Thing. Well, that's, a, yeah, that's yeah, something that Xavi did because they, they before Xavi, they already they they just came to the camp. No. But um, I was explaining to my friend who is totally not into football or sports. Mm -hmm. and, and it's like, why is they doing here? <laughs> and they play <laughs> to them. It's like, no, yeah. it's a special moment because they're focused as a group. Um, I think it's important. And uh, I was reading a few months ago that Xavi is like, no cell phones allowed, no WhatsApp, no social media. It's like a moment so you can really be focused on the match on your on your teammates because at yeah. the end of the day sometimes i feel that they don't really have like this opportunity to share so to me i, I like that i like it and when they arrive at the camp now it's a moment it's like yeah it's the boss but when they arrive on each on each car it's like oh because yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, no, okay, I know. But I know. it's not like the moment you know so i'm a fan of that <laughs> yeah i can i can see it. i mean I, yeah i can see both you know both both ways are definitely positive um you know what i just think it's interesting i just you know uh with the no what's up thing two hours before it's a little it's a little bit much for me but whatever <laughs> whatever chavi i mean i think you have other things to worry about besides what's up but anyway um one of the things I tweeted yesterday was the early start time, right? I was still working <laughs> when we were, yeah. you were talking because you were asking me questions on what's up about the kneel down if they showed it on TV, yeah. which they did. You'll, you'll tell that a little bit about that in a second. But I was definitely worried about the turnout just because we talk about how Spain's timing here is uh, different than most of Europe. The uh -huh. 8 or the 6.45 time, you know, I just thought it was going to be at 9 o'clock. I just assumed. And then when we were in the WhatsApp group, I was like, oh, my God, 6.45. Like, that's crazy to me. How do you want to surprise? Yeah, I was totally surprised. I was totally surprised. It was. It's one of those things I just, you know, I just assumed the games are always after work, right? I mean, that's just how mm -hmm. how I think. And so uh, when I was looking at the time and so forth, we, we've seen times before uh, last season when the game was at 6.45, there was a weird turnout in the crowd and Camp No. But this time was different. Tell us a little bit about uh, entering the stadium yesterday and just kind of, you know, people on Twitter, especially I know Jamie, who works for FC Barcelona, was telling me that, you know, he was filming something in the center and people were really uh, excited and, and to go, go to the Camp No to go watch the Europa League match. So tell us a little bit about the environment there yesterday. 
Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, I was concerned because, like you said, it's a bad time. It's like at 6.45, you're still at work. So I was like, oh, my God. And, of course, it's Europa League. I mean, I I, I was wondering if fans were going to be like, yes, I want to go there. I was, I was worried about the fans that maybe they were not going to be so into Europa League, but um, but they, but to me, fans were amazing last night. I mean, the Camp Nou was not full because we have to always uh, remember that it's 90,000, the, 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 uh, the capacidad is 90,000. So it's really hard to be full, but it was like, um, 70,000 people there, a little bit more. And I I want to talk about the attitude of the fan yesterday. They were so into the match. They were really supporting the team. It was a great moment because um, I don't know if we ever talk about it here, but when, but, uh, when Champions League Anthem plays, they come now, they always boo. I don't know if we talk about it, this. Yeah, we have. Yeah. Okay. So because of all the political theme. Okay. But it was beautiful that when Europa <laughs> League <laughs> anthem plays, nobody boo, nobody did anything. People were there like it was a moment. We were, we were watching the, the players and I really love that pancarta, that together we're stronger or we're unstoppable. I mean, to me, it was so beautiful the way that um, se fue desplegando yeah. while the anthem was was playing. So it was a moment. It was a moment. And like I, like I told you on WhatsApp, and right after that, just before the match is to start, they they kneel down. And to me, it was a powerful moment. Um, I never seen something like that on the Camp Nou, so it was like, did I just see correct? I mean, it was so, so fast, you know? I was, like, starting to write. <laughs> I was just writing about the anthem, and when I look, they were underneath, and it was like, what? To me, it was, it was powerful, and it was an emotional moment, you know? It was important. Yeah, and one of the things we you were asking me was is they showed it on TV here, and they did. Mm -hmm. They showed the whole thing, and they actually showed. Yeah. You know, sometimes what they'll do is they'll uh, zoom in on a player to show them kneeling, but on this one they showed the whole pitch with everyone kneeling, which was pretty cool. Oof. So that's really cool. Like you know, um, you know, one of the things you know we were joking in the WhatsApp group. You know, I told you. <laughs> How does the Europa League anthem go, right? I don't even know how, how it goes. I mean, I do, but I don't. My right? answer. Yeah. <laughs> so this is definitely a new experience. We were talking also how FC Barcelona had been talking about, um, you know, putting the publicity on social media about this is the trophy we've never gone for or had the opportunity for, this type of thing. And I don't know if you saw this, uh, Mariana, the Zenit FC, you know, the Russian club, they trolled mm -hmm. FC Barcelona for being in Europa League on TikTok. And so... I know. <laughs> it's like grow up. Yeah, yeah. So all these, you grow know. Grow up. It is. They need to um, grow up. Yeah, it's something unique that obviously is cool. It's like, like very... who? I mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah, like yeah, who? Sure. Like, yeah. yeah, I mean. 
It, you know, as, <laughs> as a fan of the team, right, this is something that I'm getting used to still because especially watching the, the Champions League matches, especially with PSG and Madrid, where those are the highlight of the week of those, you know, those are the profile games. So it was interesting to see the turnout, which was great, which was great. Uh, let's talk about the starting lineup. The starting lineup was kind of a mix match of players, and we didn't know what who was going to play where. Yeah. The first thing that stood out, the first thing that stood out for me was Busquets not starting. Obviously, also Aubameyang getting the start, which I thought was very interesting because I just don't think yeah. he's really shown anything to get the start. And I think the other thing too, maybe you could say, is Garcia because obviously Araujo's injured right now. Um, other than that, any other surprises or what did you? Th- you know, first of all, I thought the formation was going to be different, but he. He did stick to the four three three. Just plugged in new players there. I was just joking with Alejandro in ADN Barça that it's like Busquets is gonna be at both matches, you know, in Europa League and La Liga against Valencia. So it was a surprise for me. It's like I I have to like watch three times like the lineup. It's like wait wait wait, where is Busquets? I cannot believe this. I mean, that's the first time with Xavi that Busquets is not at the starting 11 so it was a surprise but but of course we all understood why and and yes I mean Aubameyang like you said it's not like he has shown something to to now being on the starting 11 but it's one of the signings and I think he was trying to see what he can do now he was just I think an experiment, you know, basically for the match on, on Sunday, they need to alternar, you know, a little bit. Yeah. So, so yes, I mean, that's it. To me, the surprise was Busquets, not in the Extorian 11, and Aubameyang at the Extorian 11. Like, the rest is like um, Araujo, we all know that that he's going to be against Valencia so that's really good news for the team yeah and I would say the other surprise too is Minguesa right Minguesa getting the start there on the right side Mm -hmm. as a right back because you know he hasn't been playing at all really under Xavi so getting the start here maybe this was an opportunity that Xavi was giving him to you know not make mistakes and see if he can get more playing time you know it was uh, kind of one of those games where um, he wanted to give him the opportunity over Dest and and see what did you think of uh, Minguesa starting because I thought that was also well, a surprise because we haven't seen him in like 10 matches or more you know yeah I was reading before the match um, that maybe Minguesa will start so it wasn't like a shock for me um, gotcha. he, that's why he you're the didn't... insider <laughs> he didn't yeah <laughs> Uh, and the, it's funny because he was like the last one who walked down the bus and yet they were talking mm. like, oh, Minguesa, yeah. Um, he didn't do a, a bad match. I mean, it was yeah. pretty decent. I mean, so I don't know if you agree with me, but overall, to me, it was a, a good game for him. I mean, I think it was fine. I mean, we're going to talk about some other things that are uh, mm-hmm. that were more important to talk about than Minguesa's mm-hmm. performance. I don't think Minguesa made any mistakes. Again, I, it's hard exactly. for me to picture that he's only 22 years old, right? Normally, yeah. normally, a 22-year-old player has more... Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club! Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. 
That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Time to develop and make mistakes, right? But we are seeing with the pressure of Pedri, Nico, Gabi, all these things that are 18-year-olds that are playing at a high level that it's pushing Minguesa, who normally would have more time to develop, to not make mistakes, which is, which is really difficult to ask because I think he can be an important role player in the future. I think he's at that level where he can play in La Liga for sure. I just don't know if he is good enough to be the Barca starter, right? I think... He could definitely be there for depth. I think he provides a lot of good things, but he still needs to, he just needs more game time because he still makes mistakes from defending, which are very, you know, just just coming from experience. That's that's the biggest thing. So, um, all right, let's go into the match a little bit. So, uh, Napoli was in a 4-4-1-1, which is weird. We knew they were going to be defensive because they just wanted to get the points. Yeah. And, Mariana, what happened? What happened? Because... You know, Barcelona had close to 70% possession, and Napoli was giving them the possession, so which is fine. But I think the first Ferran Torres miss, which led to the mm-hmm. Napoli goal, is, yeah. to me, the microcosm of the season even further, right? Ferran Tor- We're going to talk about Ferran Torres in a second, but I just want to get to the fact that it was a good build-up play, a really yeah. missed opportunity, and then all of a sudden Napoli comes back, and we just let them dance, the player that scored had two shots on goal in two yeah, seconds. Two like, shots. That can't happen. Yeah. Well, I mean, Ter Stegen tried to stop, but the ball was yeah, right to his feet again. So, second time, a la segunda la vencida. <laughs> so, yes, um, Napoles scored. Uh, it was basically in response of the uh, of the mistake, no, of the Ferran Torres mistake. Um, I mean, at the beginning, like the fifty, the the first fifteen minutes, Nico and Pedri were like, "We are here." I mean, they were really uh, trying to trying to score. They were really doing things, and to me, that was like, "Okay, we're Barcelona, and we're about to win." And fans were crazy, and we have like all these good feelings. And then Ferran tried to score, and all of a sudden, Barcelona is losing. So, uh, the defense, I mean, we are always talking about the defense, and it's because of a reason. <laughs> because that goal, in my in my opinion, that could have been stopped, not, not for Ter Stegen, for the defense. So, to me, they were, at, at that moment, they were really comfortable you know playing on the field so it's like in el area so i was like oh man i mean impressed we were like saying no way i mean again 
we're looking at this again, you know, like this situation that Barcelona starts losing the match because of a defensive mistake. It's like we've been there. We've been there so much. I mean, that's the point, right? It's defending is attitude. Uh, if I remember a coach telling me one time, defending is attitude. It's not that you have to be the best defender like Van Dyke, for example, with Liverpool, right? It's about having the attitude to want to defend. And I find this team does not have that attitude. And then I, before we recorded, I watched the goal three times. Okay. It just It's a chain reaction thing that always happens. And I just can't get over how the other team always converts. I mean, that's the thing yeah, that always yeah, yeah, gets exactly. me. <laughs> you know, before, you know, if we're talking after last two, you know, before Kuman, let's talk about before Kuman. If any other team has that opportunity, it's a 50-50 shot because maybe uh, the moment is too big because they're playing against Barcelona, they're playing against Messi, they have all these things. But now it just feels like every team that has the first shot is going in and they score really nice goals. It's not just like luck goals. And in this yeah, goal, yeah. it was a chain reaction of, of Jordi Alba letting the defender go through, Frankie de Jong not tracking and looking behind him. It's like really basic stuff, you know? And, you know, like we talked about at the beginning here with Xavi doing the what's up thing. I mean, one of the things he should be doing more of is, is focusing <laughs> this attitude about defense because yeah. – the team is not good enough to win four to three or three one, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. and having the ability to play defense and to limit the other team is really how we're going to get points going forward. And especially in this match, you know, you take away that goal, Ferran scores a penalty kick. And then maybe on top of that, we, we, we string some more attacks to get goals with Napoli scoring first just puts everything into thing. Now let's get into Ferran. As I, as I tweeted yesterday, I think from social media, from the attitude that Fran has showed, he really wants to be here uh -huh. and wants to be a leader here. He wants yeah. to be one of the players that is responsible, which is great. I fully accept all that. Like, for example, I saw the other day, I think on Monday or Tuesday, where he was like the only one training. And he was like, this is me training. Fine. This is fine. <laughs> but man, yeah. but man, you, you have to, you have to make good on one of those four opportunities yesterday because yeah. and another thing I tweeted too, Mariana, as Messi has shown, that more than 300 of his goals are passes, right? He was able to find the angle and just pass it very hard into the corner. We don't always have to shoot the ball into the upper 90 to make this perfect goal. Like that doesn't, yeah. the goalie is a lot of times out of position. And yesterday was driving me crazy because it's fundamental shooting. As we just talked about fundamental defending, it's one thing when you get one shot, one opportunity, but when you have four yeah, I mean, critical it was open shots, it was incredible because that um, before the the Napoli goal, that opportunity was like I was right there, and we were like, okay, he's scoring. It's like when you're almost up because you think you're going to like, oh yes, and it was incredible. I think, like you said, that he's a really committed player. I really he he wants to be a leader, and I think he's going to be. Oof, but yesterday was not his night at all. I mean, it was it was really weird because they were so there were so many opportunities and so clear that I mean, in the beginning I was concerned, like, oh my god, how about if he doesn't have the level to to be here? But then I thought, like, okay. No, let me let me give them the opportunity. I mean, for a bad match 
I'm not gonna think that about him, but oh, it was it was terrible. I mean, it was a terrible night for him. And when the match ended up ended, he was like, I don't know, he was crying in tears, but he was like really, he was feeling really bad. He was like upset on the field. I was like, oh, I'm so sorry for him. I was just uh, writing at my I my chronica um, this expression that. I, I really hear it a lot in in español. I don't know in Spanish. I don't know if it's in English is the same. Like los goles no se merecen, se hacen. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if yeah, that's yeah, expression can't. in English. Yeah, like you, yeah I mean, it's not it, a, you don't deserve a goal. You just yeah, exactly. do it, and that's what yeah, yeah, happened. Yeah. You know, that's what happened. It's like, I mean, if if it was about oh, I deserve that, he will deserve a hat trick because he really was trying the whole match, so he was totally in for the match but man la pelota no entró <laughs> yeah and the and other thing too is important part of football <laughs> yeah yeah and the, the thing is you know the type of balls that he had to shoot to me as a forward those are just delicious like those are rolling you're close to goal already you just hit the angle mm, yeah one of the things too like i was noticing on twitter is he puts his head up when he shoots and that's like the biggest no-no that you could do in football. Like, look at your own goal. <laughs> like, that's the exactly. hardest. Because when you do that, Mariana, when you do that, it's right to the moon. Yeah, right, right to exactly. the moon. <laughs> All right. I mean, I understand that he was frustrated and crying, but like, I would. This is just my personal thing. I just want him to take ownership of that was my bad game and move on. Right. Like, it. He had the opportunities. I know he's going to make good. Like I said, is I've seen his statistics. I've seen him play. I know he can convert on these things. Yeah. It's just one of those things that in this night last night, it would have been really opportunistic. Not only did he obviously convert the penalty kick, which was great, but also just to carry the team through Europa League as this way. I know he's playing out of position as well, so that's another thing to okay. keep track of. But he had four just, I mean, sublime opportunities. And the play, Mariana, was really great of the lead up of how, especially the back heel pass. That, that that was I was like you said I was yeah, standing yeah, up because yeah. I saw it developing and I was like ah oh, and then he hits it to the moon and I said no for I like I mean it's later Napoli score and I was like yeah 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 that's yeah. that's the thing that's happening this season where Barcelona normally in years past could get away with these opportunities because they knew they were going to get six more in another five minutes right but mm-hmm. now they're so few and far between so we've talked about Ferran. Uh, obviously, we're going to see his bounce back ability uh, against Valencia because we need him. He is an important player. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He needs to be mentally tough. These are, th- this happens all the time in any sport. You know, you go through levels of just bad luck. You know, Messi's had that. You know, and so Ferran has to bounce back from that. Yeah, but to me, it was really brave of him that he wanted to tirar el penal because yeah. I mean, after all this bad luck well, that or was... whatever. I think, but hold on, hold on. I think the penalty was before the bad luck. No, I mean, no, if I no, remember, no, no, no. He had because... the one shot in the first half. Yeah, and that, uh, and, and then the penalty, was... and then it was like two shots after. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No? But he, but yes, you're you're right. But that on the first on the first part, the opportunity before the Napoli's goal, and people were like, man, I was like, how yeah, come? Yeah, yeah. So I mean, he tried, yeah. and I mean, to me. He could have been like, okay, I'm not, I'm, this is not my night, I'm not scoring, so 
other player handle this penalty scene. But he did it, and to me it was like, okay, he wants to be important, and he he scored. And, I mean, if this wasn't for that penalty, uh, really rigorous, rigoroso, because, yeah. I mean, it's like I was... I in, in I was watching the match. I was like, "What? What? What are they checking?" I mean, I was like, I didn't understand. I was like, watching the television, and it was like, "Oh, the 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 fingers." I was like, "Oh, I didn't understand anything." So, if it wasn't for that penalty, Barcelona yesterday would have lost. So it's like yeah, yeah. that's a thing that I have really on my mind you know yeah and that's that's the thing again with this idea of the attack i mean 21 shots mariana five on goal like that just mm -hmm. has to be better as well you cannot just waste these opportunities and especially at home they did play much better for, for you know i was overall impressed because they were pressing they were looking to do that you know there were some moments there where the possession was bad but i would say overall i think the performance was good now i just want to talk about two more things uh, Dembele comes in. Obviously, Chavi oh. uh, said this. Chavi said this week that he's going to use Dembele as much as or as, as little and as much as he wants. Right. So, Dembele will get some playing time, and of course, he comes in as a second half to all the pitas, to all the whistles. Uh, what was the inside the camp? No, was it very noticeable, or what was the feeling oh, in the press box? It was incredible. I mean, the guy was warming up. And people were like, oh, so they were whistling. But the <laughs> entire time he was warming up. And when he removed his peto and yeah. was like about to 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 play, I mean, when he was chained for Wanawamayan chained, I was like, oh my God, Dembele. I mean, I was just like recording the moment for me because um, I don't know if I, I don't know if you know that I cannot make videos of the yeah. of the match. I cannot publish that because yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, like I mean, La Liga, like base de datos, and yeah. if I do something like that, they can really cancel my account. So I'm yeah, always yeah, yeah, like for sure. filming for patrons or for myself, and I was like, oh my god! I mean, people were like whistling so 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 hard i mean yeah. um i don't remember i don't remember being uh seeing something before that way with a barcelona player i mean of course they whistle madrid they whistle i don't know sure. whatever but with a barcelona player with a barcelona player and i i must confess gabriel that i it felt right <laughs> Oh, I mean, wow. I was going to say, did you whistle too? <laughs> no, no. I mean, I mean, press box. But, I mean, I had a, an Argentinian journalist right uh, right next to me, and he was like, no puede ser. I mean, because <laughs> it is true. You That doesn't help. I mean, the guy is still a versa player, and you need that he can do yeah. good things. So... I mean, these 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 journalists were like, "No puede ser." I mean, well, how come they do that to his own player? But now it's like, haven't you seen what Dembele has done yeah. all this time? But yes, it was a really important whistle. It really se escuchó, se escuchó la, el yeah. sentido de la afición. 
I'm I wouldn't have whistled. I I think I think the media has done a great job of turning uh, against Dembele. I I think they've really put Dembele in the light like that. Obviously, you know Dembele not coming to terms is not the worst thing ever. I think. I think it would be worse um, if he kept playing and didn't show that he wanted to play, right? But you saw last night that he was yeah, in yeah, Trufado. No. Like, he was in the well, game and making it. some plays. Trying totally. to, yeah, yeah. It's totally. so funny because in the commentating last night on Movistar, they were like, they had, it's like they had never seen Dembele before. This Dembele is un crack. Oh, my God. And, yeah, he had some <laughs> moments, but, again, he didn't deliver a goal or an assist. And so that's the thing is that, he always has this ability to show you the speed. Oh, yeah, it was such a nightmare. Yeah. I was like, have these guys never seen Dembele before? I was yeah, like, yeah, yeah. He was doing exactly what you expect Dembele to do. Yeah. Speed in the corner, playing one-on-one. -on -one, yeah, yeah, yeah. But also making errors on passing. So that's, that's the other thing. The last thing I want to talk about about the match is my main man, my favorite striker, Luke Dion. <laughs> Luke uh, de Gaulle, you might say. Luke de Gaulle, yeah, yeah. He almost scored one of the best goals I've ever seen with that bicycle wow. kick. I, oh my God, Marian, I stood up from the couch, which normally, a, like a golazo has, like for example, the Mbappe goal the other night, mm -hmm. that got me off yeah, my yeah. couch because I was like, wow, you know? Mm -hmm. And this was almost a moment. Mariana, Luke has to start because the team in attack functions so much better and efficiently with him as the number nine. It's just... Plain as day. Abiyameng had one shot yesterday that looked like a goal. He hit it too high. But I'm talking about, Mariana, the dangerousness. I don't know if that's even a word. Of the attack <laughs> when Luke is there. Because when Luke comes in, you saw all of a sudden Ferran Torres is getting open. He had the two shots. All of a sudden there's heading opportunities. And to me, I think Luke Dion has to start against Valencia. What say you? I mean, people, it's it's surreal because people were like, okay, when? Okay, now it's moment for Luke Dijon to to play. And I was I was writing, and actually I talk about this on ADN Barça. I don't know if you heard the episode. On no, I haven't heard you Not well. It was like, I feel inspired by Luke Dijon. And Alejandro was really laughing, but I, had a re I have a reason. I mean, he... When he arrived here at Barcelona, people were only mocking him. People were laughing. People were saying, like, we don't understand. Yes, you and I, everyone. I mean, everyone here has to say we made a mistake. And you say it, and it's perfect. We were all saying, like, we don't understand why he's here. What is Kuman thinking? And he never lose, like, the spirit. He was, like, always training. Um, I'm not at the starting 11. I'm not playing. Okay. But when I'm on the field, I'm going to be important. So I really, I really want to talk about this because uh, besides that, he can score. To me, his mental ability to, to not be like bring down for all these comments or, or jokes. I mean, people were, a few months ago, people were saying that he was the young, the bad one. I mean yeah, that yeah, that's yeah. gotta that's gotta hurt. I mean that's that that's not cool. And the guy is like, yeah, I'm scoring. I'm trying. That bicycle was incredible. And you know what? Cam No went crazy. I mean, for the Cam No, it was like they they like he couldn't score. I mean, it's like wow, people were and they started like, look, 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 and 
we were impressed. Like, are you guys listening? First, when at, at the at the very at the beginning, when he when he enters the field, people were like, ah, and then they look, look, look. It's like, oh, that's a beautiful story. <laughs> I mean, he really yeah yeah. Say so I mean, Say so we were very anti just because of the the style and the formation. But it is clear as day now with the player. I mean, could you imagine him starting yesterday with Ferran? I think they would have had opportunities because hmm. one of the other things, too, that's become a weapon that I just did not see coming was Adama's crossing, which, you know, it's not – for me, it's not the, that it's not landing cor uh, accurately to players, but more importantly, okay. he's getting it off, right, more than like Jordi Alba, for example. And I think that ability creates chaos in the box, and the king of chaos in the box is Luke. Young, like because he fights for the. I mean, look what he did in those ten minutes. Like he comes in the ten yeah, minutes, yeah. almost scores that golasso. That would have taken the roof off of Camp Nou, you know, because a it would have been a golasso. Luke Young winning Europa League, like yeah, woe yeah, is yeah. and all these things. And remember earlier in the season, he had another opportunity when he came in as a sub, as almost another bicycle kick. So that's the thing I'm looking for is the cohesion of the attack, right? The attack just looks stronger and better with Luke De Jong, and that is a simple fact. And it may not be the prettiest football that we want to see as Barca fans, but to me it's about being effectiveness, and especially we cannot afford to put just Luke De Jong in the last 10 minutes because Luke De Jong also needs opportunities to score. Like, he's not a type of player, one opportunity, one score. He needs a lot of opportunities. So to me, I really hope Xavi takes that in accordance and plays him. The other thing I would say, too, is like at least he's putting him in with 10 minutes in the game. So at least he's getting an effect because one of the things that would drive me crazy is if he just put him in the last two minutes and expect Luke to do something. So at least he is using Luke, but I just think he needs more playing time because, as we saw, uh, the attack, which I mean, the last 10 minutes, Mariana, was so exciting with how many opportunities we had. I'm not saying all of it's based on Luke, but Luke creates the spacing because he pushes the defense and in a way that gives spacing on the wings for Ferran and, and whoever's on the right side. So I think that's really important. It's going to be a difficult leg in Napoli. That stadium and place is difficult to yeah. play. They tied 1-1, so we'll see what happens. I don't Again, know if I, have... I, I, sorry, I don't know if I told you I was at the Maradona Stadium in Napoli. Did I? Oh. Did we comment that? No, 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 no. Uh, I must say something that's truly really disappointed, but this stadium is terrible. I mean, well, I mean, the... well, let me ask you this, Mariana. What stadium in Italy is nice besides the San Siro? And the San Siro is very uh, old I now. Was... So, I mean, Exa all the stadiums. I was... Yeah, yeah. San Siro is not bad, but it's really, really old. But I mean, I mean the thing in this stadium, like Maradona Stadium, is like you don't even, you don't even have like, an entry like you can even take a picture where i don't know something that says maradona i i went yeah. to napolis only for because i wanted to meet this <laughs> i wanted to see the stadium and when i arrived i was like what is this is but i was like no no let's take a look at the at the entire stadium because i want a picture with someone that said something that says like this is the maradona stadium well you can find it i i, I took a photo with um with a maradona old painting i mean it was terrible yeah. <laughs> it was yeah. terrible that stadium no, I, that i, I, I mean, only wanted to to tell yeah, you about yeah. It. that stadium that stadium reminds me of like um like a latam stadium that hasn't been uh, taken worst. care of right you know what I'm saying? Mean, you know 
worst. I mean, to me, it was like my expectations were like, what? Yeah, reality versus expectations, right? Yeah, yeah. I, I was like, we drive three hours for this. I was like pissed off. Uh... <laughs> I oh, swear, I yeah. was pissed off. It's like, ah. I mean, this, let's this go is back the, to Rome. <laughs> this is the thing that's uh, all over. I mean, the think about this, Mariana. The San Siro, like, estreno, right? Like, was rebuilt and so forth for the 1990 World Cup. Wow. Incredible. Yeah. We're already 30 years off of that. <laughs> you know? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. And, and that's, that's the, the new one. Yeah, that's the newest one in Italy, you know? So these yeah, are the yeah, things, yeah. you know, uh, you know, because Italy used to obviously be the best league. And so they didn't have, you know, they never thought about these things. But as you can see, you know, the with the UK and now with the Wanda and like all these new stadiums, the fan experience, having all the amenities like food and Wi-Fi, for example, uh, mm-hmm. are, are very, uh, in, you know, necessary now. Well, uh, like we said, the, the, the leg is against Napoli, so it's going to be tough. Really quick about Valencia, the game this weekend is Sunday, 4.15. Ojo, ojo. Siesta um, time. Again, that time. Just really quick about Valencia. We know it's going to be another tough match because yes. siesta time, but also Bordelas is the coach there, so you know it's going to be very physical. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, he always is getting into uh, discussions and arguments with other every manager here in La Liga, like every I weekend like or something. Bordelas. I no, like you don't like his greasy hair? <laughs> <laughs> I like nothing about him. You don't like his him. hair? I mean... He always has that. <laughs> he always has. Yeah. He, he has an attitude problem, uh, but, you know, definitely. For sure. For sure. He thinks, you know, the thing is, I can appreciate him because he has such a hard style and he sticks to it. And that's fine. And he did things in Hitafe that Hitafe would have never done for, if it weren't for him. So you have to give him credit. But yes, he, I mean, just like any other coach, he's very arrogant and he thinks that he is the all-knowing of La Liga and so forth, right? Like his, he always is like, my team doesn't foul. They just play very physical. And it's like, <laughs> so we'll see. So that's going to be a tough match this week. We'll see if Luke Dion gets um, the start. Any plans for this weekend for football this weekend, Mariana? Um, I'm, I'm just watching Valencia Barcelona. <laughs> yeah, That's yeah, it. me too. Me too. That's the only thing. I'm going this weekend. I'm just going to be hanging out. So I, if football comes across my television, sure, but I'm not going to be looking for it this weekend. So we'll see. The only okay. one I'll be watching is obviously the Barcelona Valencia match. So Mariana, uh, good to see you as always. Have a good weekend. We'll talk next week. You too. Bye bye. Adeu. Podcast Network. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.